Welcome back to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And on this episode, we have special guest Nigel. Uh, for those of you longtime listeners, you may have heard his name a few times. Those of you watching on YouTube, you may even recognize his face from some things that uh, you've been to. Who knows? <laughs> Just being there. Being there. Thank you for, for joining us, Nigel. Thank you very much for having me, you guys. I'm super excited to have you on. Super excited to like have this conversation. Uh, and those may recognize now we have a third mic since we have guests back. Yay! I thought it'd be a super special episode to have Nigel as our very first guest back. But before we get into our topic with Nigel, anything you want to talk about there, Caitlin? I'm just super happy that Nigel's here. Uh, I would like to note that Nigel is actually responsible for Isaiah and I being friends. We True. don't like to give him <laughs> a lot of credit for things because he barely remembers. <laughs> but uh, I met Isaiah through Nigel and then Nigel ditched us all and Isaiah and I started this podcast. Yeah. What I usually do. Just I <laughs> unite people and then abandon them to figure it out on their own. <laughs> yeah. No, no. All jokes aside, uh, Nigel's a good friend to both of us. Better friend to Isaiah. And, <laughs> and super pumped to have him here. I, I, I don't think I have anything in particular to bring up right now. How about you, Isaiah? No, uh, I mean, you did just uh, do an amazing show you talked about earlier, which I'm... Oh, yeah. No, I, I had two comedy gigs last week on Monday and Wednesday, and then I've got more coming up. I keep seeming to roll into them but uh, i think i mentioned on our last episode that i have a punchlines gig which is super yes. exciting on february 10th it's a local showcase you can buy tickets online through punchlines on for february 10th and totally worth doing there's other comics that are really excellent <laughs> and uh and i'll be there and is <laughs> and uh and I think it'll be a really good time. And then in the meantime, check out all kinds of shows. You have no idea how much comedy happens in St. John and the province of New Brunswick right now. And you should support it because otherwise it won't exist. No. And, and I, I love the comedy scene in St. John, uh, mostly cause it's where I'm at. I don't travel around watching the shows, but it's kind of neat. Cause you can kind of stumble into great comedic talent it's just at a random event. And, and I went and saw you. You did the, which is last, more than Isaiah's done. Yeah. Well, it was the, the last girl. night of McGill's that we never knew was the last night right. of McGill's. And, uh, it was awesome. I had a great time and I went down there just to watch you. Um, it's just cause I'm such a great, a friend. much better friend than just I am. Such a great friend. And I remembered it was on memory. And, uh, but I stayed for a couple other, uh, comedians that were there and they were really good and I'd never heard of them before. And it was, uh, it was a great time. So support local comedy for sure. Heck yeah. 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 We have some great shows that just randomly happen here and there. It's yeah. pretty awesome. But, uh, what's new? What's up, Nigel? Welcome to the show. Well, thanks. Long time lurker. First time guest. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm super happy to be here. Um, Caitlin and I at that comedy show. That's where I, that's right. It's all full circle. I pitched, <laughs> I pitched an idea with Caitlin at the, uh, at the comedy show. And then months, months <laughs> went by. And then you get the random message that's like, hey, you want to be on our show? And I was like, what are we going to talk about? And Caitlin's like, you're a jerk. You uh, literally <laughs> mentioned it before. So you came up with it. Yeah. So I guess we're going to talk about. Talk about old men and how they feel like they can 
pretty much say anything to you and well and about the generational uh the generational way in which men treat weight even Mm. on people who don't carry extra weight so i would argue that nigel doesn't carry a lot of extra weight if any um but how it's just kind of a systemic thing that it seems to be okay and i and i've heard it in my own family with my dad and my his brothers and my cousins and stuff where they're like oh putting on a few there right oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent. yeah so it's uh it's something that i don't know if it's an age thing or if it's a uh guys being comfortable mentioning things to guys in a passing way but um i I've always, well, I won't say always, but up until recently have been a very slight uh, person, but I've put on some weight and it gets mentioned more than anything by older people that have known me through growing up. Right. So as uh, the, the belly, the, the heater shows up. Uh, you get like, it's just a random comment. You're putting a couple on there, Nigel, uh, getting a little bigger around the middle and it's, it's just a passing comment, but then it's right. like in the back of the mind there. And it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I definitely, I get that as well, but I don't, I, I get it from a certain generation, but not as much only cause I all, I have been a bigger person for very much longer, longer time than you. <laughs> You're more experienced. Um, <laughs> even though I thought I could wear your belt at one point, <laughs> I was going to lend it to you. <laughs> um, that's a whole other story. I wish uh, you told on the podcast, but if you're going to bring it up, you should probably do a quick Cole's notes. Recap. Recap. Uh, I was going to an interview. I think it was, yep, it was for something, and I really needed a belt and I thought, Hey, I, I know someone who has a belt <laughs> and thought I could borrow a Nigel's belt. Now at the time I was probably like a 32, 34 waist. And you were probably like, what, a 27? I don't, it's not, we're not going to get down to sizes. No, you were a couple I was, belt sizes. I was definitely a couple belt sizes. We would have had to uh, <laughs> get two of my belts. Yes. And that's fine. But it, the best part was, is the message, can I borrow your belt? I have a job interview. And I was like, <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I do not think that went through. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I know. And you get some comments on when you were, I, do we say you're a friend of Spider-Man? No, uh, <laughs> I'm Moonlight, Moonlight as a spider figure. Um, it, well, we, they can't use the, no, they can't use the actual term, so term right. spider dude, spider dude. You call me whatever you want, but I've gone to, uh, events and, uh, a really great friend of mine runs a, um, a, Dress up. I don't know what we call it. What we call it? Well, what's the name of the actual? I don't know. Do we do that? Yeah, sure. It's magical memories princess parties where they have princesses and superheroes, and you can invite them out to your uh, event, to birthday parties, to um, well, we do Canada Day every year. Yeah. And so I, over the past two and a half ish, almost three years now, have owned the Spider-Man suit because no one else will wear it. (laughs) Um. So I go and do all these big events and, um one the last canada day and as we i've mentioned just before uh on this uh, i started to put on a little bit of a belly and the spider-man suit is very tight fitting (laughs) so it's it there's no nothing left to the imagination uh so much so we just talked about it i have to wear special underpants when i put it on (laughs) uh but the belly was prominently displayed in a photo with one of our local um, members of parliament. And 
<laughs> and online, some people trolled me about my belly it. and how Spider-Man needs to stay away from the beaver tail card. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that I laughed off. I thought it was um, horrible online trolling. But at the same time, I was like, wait a second. That sucks. That, sucks. that, that got said. <laughs> yeah. Right? I guess I guess I have this is where my question comes in. You're not a guy who's worried about your or have you worried about your weight growing up? Have you worried about being too skinny? Have you just been felt comfortable in who you are? Well, growing up, I, I would say, oh, I was always referred to as the, like the oh, under, like the underweight or the, the too skinny guy, right. the, 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 the too light. Um, and I think, I think a big piece of it is everyone always assumed that I was in really great shape because I was lighter and, and trimmer, but I, I not been I'm not really right. in good shape at all. Like it's <laughs> a couple of flights of stairs and I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. So, um, you know, y- y- you can carry it different ways, but at the same time I was not in by any stretch of the imagination in, excuse me, in great shape. So. And so now I, and so as somebody who it hasn't been a part of your overall concern being overweight at right. all, um, when somebody says that sort of thing to you, how does it make you feel? Well, it's, it's funny because I, I immediately when reading that, that comment, if, if like that was kind of a, it was a kind of, yeah, no, I think it was a bit of a tipping point for me in reading. I was like, ha ha ha, somebody said that. And then, uh, I read it again and then I was like, oh yeah, no, I can, I looked at the picture and then I looked at it a little bit closer. And then the next time I saw the picture, it was all I could see. Um, and then I thought about it some more and then I was like, I should probably go do something about this. Um, which I'd never really thought of before. So I was like, should I go to the gym? Do I need like, what, what does, what does one do in this situation? Um, surprise. I really didn't change anything, but we should back this up because I think we launched right into this, uh, because we all know each other so well, but tell us a little bit about you. You're in your mid thirties and that's not nice of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm 39. I'm pushing, mm-hmm. I'm pushing four out here, mm-hmm. but thank you. Mid we'll call it mid thirties. That's great. Thirties and father of three girls. Yeah. And you've yeah. got a good, you've got a job that keeps you busy and yeah, I, there's I'm a lot doing of the sitting. Bu- okay. So I'll just, I, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Hi, I'm Nigel. Uh, no, so I'm, yeah, I'm 39 years old. I've got uh, three daughters. They're five, nine and 11. Uh, I work full time at a desk. Uh, so I manage a team of, um, uh, well, I, I manage a, a credit union, uh, branch. So I've got, um, you know, 11 people that work with me. Uh, and it's fast paced environment, but I find I spend a lot of time, uh, in the seated position. Uh, and then outside of that, I drive kids around a lot. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, very recently. And this is why I've ditched you guys is cause I've got three kids and I drive them around <laughs> a lot, but, um, I've, I've got back into playing softball, but that's only during the summertime and now it's not summertime anymore. So I don't really have any any movement that is done with me and that's kind of where my i would say the past like six or seven years have been a lot of that and that makes sense that you're you're like so many in our demographic where you're busy all the time and then it's hard to fit in something extra and for you it's something you've never really thought of being an issue because it's just you just exist so when you have these moments where uh now tell us about an instance where somebody in your life like because the whole uh 
impetus of this episode is like the other men yep. saying things. So tell us about a specific incident. Yeah. So, uh, well, a, a good specific incident, um, which would be, it's my father. Um, he was away, uh, lived away for, for years, uh, and now lives back in Fredericton. And, uh, you know, we, we hadn't really seen each other a whole lot. Um, and he's been back in New Brunswick now. I want to say it's for been a couple of years, but when he first came back, it was one of the first things he said to me when we saw each other was, uh, you're, you're putting on a little, little belly there now, are you Nigel? And it was like, oh yeah, it, it happens. I'm, you know, 37 or 38 at the time. And it, it's just a passing comment, but then it, you, you remember it again, or you think about it the next time you're looking in the mirror maybe so i remember a similar incident that my father had with his mother they years ago he i think my dad was probably around your age and we were visiting tidehead and they my grandparents had just installed like a bay window in their in their house in their dining room and my grandmother looked at the bay window and then looked at my dad and was like oh doug you have your own bay window (laughs) (laughs) nice one yeah which yeah i mean clever yeah but uh (laughs) But I mean, it is that kind of thing where it's like it's not really an issue and, and it does have an impact sometimes. Yeah. Is it the big worst thing in the world? Probably not, but it did give you pause. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know because I, I, I don't think I've made comments like that, but now maybe I have. It's almost like I don't know if the person who said it ever thinks about it again or really thought about it while saying it right but then it sticks with with you, with you yeah after of course and and i don't think that same person in most of these cases would ever say that to me for instance i mean one right. because they don't know me but even in a similar situation they'd never go to a heavier person or a woman right or both in this case and say well put on 20 did you <laughs> and like yeah but because I would cry and, like, right. and that's just, or I probably wouldn't. I'd probably punch them. Yeah. <laughs> Striking old people. Yeah. But, the answer uh, to everything. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, because that's just not how that would work. And it's an interesting, this is why this is such an interesting topic. Cause it's one that we don't talk about a lot. And it's like, because it's in the grand scheme of people being harassed, people who are generally okay Thing, oh yeah, got got a little. You're going from a 32 to a 36, are we, or whatever that uh, that is, <laughs> is relatively inconsequential. Except it's not. Right. right. And usually, it's like within your family, especially, it happens often within families, right? Um, and it's not not malicious at all. It's just it's a passing thing that you, someone says as a joke that maybe they don't ever think about it again, like you said, but. You know, sometimes that sticks with you, right? Yeah, no, it absolutely can. And it's, uh, I think that the, the, the point that Caitlin's made is it's, it's not a stranger in most cases that are walking by in the, in the street. That's going to be like, meh, except online, except uh, online, where everyone's a stranger and no one, no one thinks about anything that they say. Yes. Um, but that's, you know, in person, it's usually a family member or it's a close friend or it's someone that's seen you for years. And yeah, Three years ago when you saw me to now sure there's there's definitely a difference there um if you make a comment it's not i don't know it is it going to affect me i don't think so but then in the moment it doesn't affect me but then later on i might think about it again might 
be there a little bit more. No, you kind of half mentioned this and said it didn't actually change your lifestyle, but has it given you pause to think about, oh, well, maybe I should do something about this, eat a little better, you know, what to like, tell us about that. Yeah, no, it's, it's made me think about it, but again, uh, haven't really changed or anything. Um, (laughs) and it's, it's more a product of me just getting into the routine of the way that things go. We, you know, Melissa and my, and me, my wife, my wife, Melissa and I, um, run kids all day, every day. And when we're done, uh, usually it's at the end of the night and we go, Oh, thank God they're all asleep. And then we sit on the couch and then I'm like, Hmm, I should go get some gummy candy and, (laughs) uh, and some snacks. And I know I probably shouldn't, but I'm probably still going to do it because now we're watching our new show that we watch and we sit beside each other for the 25 minutes or a half hour before we go to sleep. And that's what we do. So I'd like to think that I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning and then run down to the gym for 45 minutes and do all that stuff. But in reality, I right. I don't have it. I don't have it in me right now. Now, have you thought about things that you could do that aren't leave your house and go to the gym and and not i mean this is what we talk about all this yeah. all the time but now you've expressed expressed it as something you might want to consider if it was something you could squeeze into your lifestyle like maybe it's a and i mean this is stuff that we struggle with and i've talked on the podcast about how i've got this new job in fredericton and has actually impacted when i go to the gym and i'm not feeling i'm feeling great about so much but not going to the gym has really excuse me, had an impact and I I haven't checked, but I feel like I've put on a little bit of weight and I'm not feeling good about it. Mm. And so I'm trying to, I talked about it on the podcast here, but trying to make myself go for a a walk every day at lunch. It doesn't have to be a big walk, but just the act of doing something. Have you considered that sort of thing? Yeah. Newly. Well, since March of this year, I've, I've now moved branches. So I was managing out in Hampton, which is a half hour drive away to now I manage a branch that's a five to seven minute walk away. So I have been walking to and from work, uh, walking to work, walking home for lunch, walking back to work and walking home. Um, so I'm getting a little bit more movement in that way. Uh, another thing that, um, during the summertime, it's a little bit easier cause you're able to get out a little bit right. more, but, um, going with the kids, uh, to the park and instead of just driving to the park, which is a five minute walk away, we walk there, we run around, I'm picking kids up. I'm doing that sort of thing. I'm trying to be more involved. Um, from that perspective, because that's a lot of work yeah. after thinking about it. Um, and it's actually a good friend of mine, Jeremy, um, who's, you know, I was talking to him. I was like, I don't know, do I get a gym membership? Do I really have to focus on changing the way that I eat? And he's like, if you're picking your kids up and you're running around and you're just like moving more, that's enough. If you're going to do it consistently now, as winter sets in, it becomes a little bit more challenging. Um, but I, I think that, you know, as, as the, uh, the winter or the sorry, the summer was dying down. I was spending more time outside yeah. uh, doing that type of thing or trying to at least. So I wouldn't say mo- like giant changes, but just kind of thinking about when I could be moving a little bit more as opposed to not. Right. Yeah. And we, we talk about that all the time. It's, it's not necessarily about going to the gym every day, but just finding something to be, keep you active for spurts of time and maybe making other changes to, to make sure you at least feel healthy. That's kind of one of the biggest things for us, right? Yep. Yep. No. And, and I would say it's, uh, um, uh, I, well, I, I helped Melissa with a, a craft sale that we did, uh, last week and 
um, helped set it up, tear it down, move chairs, set tables, moved all that. And I didn't feel as gross as I had, uh, I would say even six months ago when I was helping to a different sale that she had done. Um, so it's just, it's little things that you'll notice. Um, but again, I am not in great shape by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) None of us are. (laughs) You're trying. (laughs) That's the key is to try. Yep. But, uh, I think we're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, Nigel, do you have any closing words you would like to tell the people or do you have somewhere on the internet people might want to look you up? Uh, well, I, know, I know you don't really have an internet presence. No, I'm, I'm presentless. Uh, I've got my own personal Facebook, Instagram, and a LinkedIn profile. I don't do a show. That's why I think it's cool to get asked to come on these <laughs> things. Um, I've done a couple web shows with John, Jonathan Torrens. They're featured on honestmoney.ca. Um, they're the, your, your two cents episodes that are found on YouTube. Um, and I've got a show actually that's coming out tomorrow, which is pickle planets podcast. And I did Ooh. one on finance with them, uh, and Rogers TV. So I'll be, that one's going to launch tomorrow. It'll be on YouTube actually tomorrow being Monday, Monday, Monday. So two days ago when everyone hears this one in the past, in the past. it's already come out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I broke the fourth. Well, and we've already done that, <laughs> we all, do the that time. all the time. <laughs> uh, what about you, Caitlin? Where can people find you on the internet? People can find me at fat Caitlin on TikTok at the Caitlin Dean on X, uh, Caitlin Dean on the Facebook and where Kate and Isaiah living large on Facebook. And I'm at Maritime Brews on all the social medias. Uh, and we, like we said, we've got our third mic now, but uh, we'll keep the buy me a coffee up. Next uh, purchase is going to hopefully be a nice new camera for us to improve our video quality. Um, and for those of you listening on the Spotify's and Apple Music's and all that stuff, uh, you can come on over to YouTube and watch the video of us having a great old time. Uh, and if you are watching on YouTube, if you could like, comment, and share, and subscribe, that would be much appreciated. goes a long way. But until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.